Thank you for listening to this talk produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. Good afternoon. Welcome, everyone. My name's Maria Zagala. I'm the Associate Curator of Prints, Drawings and Photographs. And it's my pleasure today for this lunchtime talk to spend some time looking at a series by Georges Rouault called Miserere on display here in Gallery 10. And the series comprises of 58 works of which we almost have all of them in the gallery's collection, but on display are only nine. And the reason for that is that the works were selected by Michelle Ryan, the artistic director of Restless Dance Theatre. And the works are on display because they form the inspiration of her dance piece, Seeing Through Darkness. The gallery is really very fortunate to be collaborating with such a fine choreographer and such a wonderful uh, company based here in Adelaide. As a curator, it's one of those really exciting collaborations which allows you to see the works in a different way. So these nine prints are on the wall in the gallery as a kind of antechamber before you enter the space where the dance occurs and where there's a screening of the performance. So your experience of the dance is informed by the prints and your experience of the prints is informed by the dance. So Georges Rouault, he's not a greatly known figure in art history. And yet, if you are a print connoisseur, you know him because he created some of the most intense and astonishing works of the 20th century. They include this series, Miserere, which the artist made around 1912 to 1918. So they're 100 years old. And the prints contain many uh, religious scenes and the presence of Christ, the Passion, but also figures from uh, Rouault's world, the bourgeoisie, prostitutes, the destitute, those affected by war. So the series was made during the First World War, during those years, and the artist was born uh, in 1871 in Paris uh, into poverty. And that's an important fact because the series really is about suffering. And I was thinking about that, looking at these works that are, that are 100 years old. What does suffering look like today? And was it the same 100 years ago? The works really come out of his close observation of humans, human nature, of people that he saw in Paris, and also the experience of growing up in poverty. And that understanding of poverty, understanding of hunger, informs these works. Actually, thinking about them now, I think how hidden today experiences of hunger are. You know, you hear about the misery of the rich, 
the misery of those that have too much. But uh, I find that it's rare in our, our media that you hear about the hunger. There must be hungry people, but that is not part of the representation that we see. But in Ruelt's day, if you think about what was represented, artists like Ruelt and other expressionists, for example, the German expressionists, made very moving representations of deprivation, of war, and the experience of hunger. Ruelt, as I mentioned, was born in Paris and he studied at the main art school under Gustave Moreau. And Moreau was a symbolist painter. And if you know his work, you know that he approached art with great imagination and put great emphasis on intuition. And I think this is what makes Ruelt stand apart, apart from his contemporaries. He was very original. And his originality lay, I think, in his religiosity. He was a very devout Catholic, and he held very firmly to that belief, and it informed his art. And I have a quote from Ruelt. He said, when I was about 30, I felt a stroke of lightning or of grace depending on one's perspective. The face of the world changed for me. I saw everything that I had seen before, but in a different form and with a different harmony. And this sense of seeing the world, what he saw in the world was suffering, and what he wanted to represent was that suffering. What's striking to me in the nine prints that Michelle Ryan has selected is that many of the works, in fact, show members of the bourgeoisie and they have a very sardonic tone. The good time girl, the kind of wealthy burgers, well-dressed, plump, and the images really are in contrast to others, the others which are of the suffering of the mothers, fathers, the refugees. And so there's these quite strong contrasts in the work, and the contrasts are also formal. And those are because the works are very strongly black and white. They're intaglio prints, so prints made with an etching press, and their development as works is fascinating. Ruelt was commissioned to make the, the series by Ambrose Vollard, who was his art dealer. And you may remember him as the dealer and the person who commissioned Picasso with his famous Vollard suite. And Vollard was a, a great bookmaker. And he imagined Ruelt supplying him with 100 works, which he imagined as two books one entitled Miserere, the other Guerre, War. And Ruelt worked in drawings first, India Inc., and made these very flowing and beautiful drawings with washes, and then made paintings after those drawings, 
which Vollard then transferred onto etching plates using the photogravure process. Then those plates were given to Ruault, and then Ruault spent many years, many years, seven, eight years, reworking them, trying through multiple states, as many as 15 of one work, trying to come to the qualities that he had in those India ink drawings. And so he had the plates, he worked over the top of them with a roulette, which roughened the plate and caught the ink, and other, uh, he burnished back, meaning he polished the plate and create areas of light. And then he printed, for example, one impression on top of another, on top of another, to create these extremely dark tonalities. So when you look at the works in the next room, you'll see that they have this uh, very strong uh, contrast and strong quality. They have the, uh, they have, they create an atmosphere, each work of concentration because they demand, I think, a degree of contemplation. And Ruelt was very inspired by medieval art and wanted every single print to be a form of devotional art. And that's quite curious when you look at the works, which include, as I say, the rich burghers, the prostitutes, the wealthy, the silly, the sardonic images. It's quite confusing. But it's really the power of Ruelt's work that he manages to blend the religious with the everyday. It made me think, in fact, that the best religious art, and if I think about Renaissance painters, what makes their work so powerful is the feeling that it's the everyday that they're representing, that God or Christ is there amongst the people. And this relationship of the divine is there in the world. So although Ruelt was depicting a world that was full of sorrow, his purpose, I think, was of redemption or compassion. There is a sense that he believes that there is goodness in, uh, in the world. And so it's fitting, I think, that uh, Michelle Ryan, as the choreographer and artistic director of Restless, selected um, these works. Because Restless as a dance theatre is interested in exploring the widest possible possibilities for disability and for expression, and Ruelt uses the body as the locus of expression. And that, I think, is where the power of the prints uh, resides. Thank you. Does anyone have any questions? Alice asked whether the India ink drawings are in a public collection. And not to my knowledge, Alice. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened to them. They're always described in the process of the making, but I haven't seen any reference to where 
they're housed and if they survived that process of making the works. I might just say that one of the things that made this series so important for Ruelt was their torturous publication. So even though he worked with Vollard, Vollard had hoped to publish them quickly, but Ruelt wouldn't let the plates go. And so over many years, through his search for the perfection of the image, Vollard, you know, I think was, um, they had a very uh, difficult relationship. And Vollard died suddenly in 1939 in a car accident. And those plates, which were so important to Ruelt, remained with Vollard's heirs. And it took Ruelt years of legal battle to have them released. And it, the works were not published until 20 years later, so 1940s. So it's really when they finally were published and were able to be seen by the public, it was you know, immensely important to Ruelt. And they were exhibited widely. And for example, the Museum of Modern Art in New York held an exhibition in 1952 and had an exhibition of the prints. And you know, they have remained important in print collections around the world and are seen regularly in smaller collections. But in fact, Ruelt, his reputation is not really that high and he's not the subject of major publications and exhibitions anymore. Thank you.